Are we recording now? Yes. <laughs> We're doing better already. Hi, Danny. Hi. It's been bloody ages. It has been bloody ages. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm all right. But this is not this is not normal oblong. This is magic car. It's not magic castle. You it's keep pixie calling dust. it that. It's oblong pixie dust. I think as I originally originally going to call it magic castle, and then in pixie dust we came up with that as the name, and so that's what we stuck with. And I'm rubbish. <laughs> I keep forgetting because it just comes to my yes. mouth so we're not going to talk about how rubbish Handmaid's Tale is <laughs> that's, that's to come <laughs> or how awesome Chernobyl was oh stunning television yes. so anyway we're not going to talk about no. that right now that is not today today we're talking Disney and um, the next two films we were going to talk about was um, Lena and Stitch and Treasure Planet that's our new that's our next pair so again we're going to split the show into two halves it'll be an hour long altogether pretty much um, but we'll do Lilo and Stitch and then we'll stop and then we'll kind of do a little tiny recap and we'll go straight into Treasure Planet but then we'll kind of split the show into two because some people don't want to listen to they don't want to hear about Lilo and Stitch yeah. they just want to hear about Treasure Planet I don't know why why wouldn't you want to listen to us talk about Disney films meanies <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're going to talk Lilo and Stitch um, so Lilo and Stitch is oh. it's, it's wonderful as a standalone Disney film that they as far as I'm aware it is a, a fully a story that they did themselves it wasn't one that they ripped off from anywhere um, or an old tale it is all themselves and for for them to do something that cute yeah. and absolutely heartwarming it's really out there as well isn't yeah. it it's, it's kind of it's it's a very strange tale like so we'll, we'll kind of we'll talk about about it so it was 2002 it came out it was the 42nd animated feature of disney it didn't really have a disney soundtrack it was it was sort of musical-ish it had beautiful hawaiian music in it and yes. and the proper um hula hula had a proper hula dance, didn't yes. it? Like with which Lily does at the beginning with um with her friends after she's fed Pudge a sandwich. Yeah. Um. So they do proper traditional hula dance. It's very Hawaiian, which I love. Yes. Um. And she's an Elvis fan, and so there's most of the soundtrack is Elvis Presley, which is quite. It kind of gives this this really nice timeless quality because like the music kind of it could come out anywhere really, couldn't it? And yeah. a little bit of a jukebox <clears throat> sort of soundtrack to it, which things like guardians of the galaxy would kind of come and, mm. and really own later on but we were watching the trailers before and they were using black in black in the trailers yes they were yeah which obviously with iron man would just become the theme uh they must iron have man. just like held that sort of right for that song and just gone oh yeah, you can use this. <laughs> 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 aren't going to say no to oh, disney God, no. You know, it's like they're yeah. huge and, and your song's going to become basically your album's going to become the soundtrack to one of the biggest films and one of the biggest film series of all time literally any iron man film any film that has iron man in it has got that song in it or it's got that soundtrack but in it for an ad campaign for Lilo and Stitch it works so well with the whole the space theme of it and it's a bit bad boy isn't it yeah it's like Stitch is yeah. not he is not your typical kind of Disney character he he comes into it as an enemy he comes into it as a bad guy because he's made by um, is it Jumba yeah uh, he's created by Jumba um, experiment 626 he is and it's really odd actually because 626 I'm sure that's where Rick Sanchez comes from I'm sure that he's Rick's Rick's 
from uh, from, from Universe 66. I may be wrong because I was looking it up because of Spider-Man because he's from... Yeah. Uh, the RF dimension is 616 according to Spider-Man. But um, yeah, he, so he's created by Jumba to be just this... The ultimate weapon. He yeah. cannot be destroyed. He is indestructible. Apart he is, from by water. Yeah. Like he can't yeah. swim basically so you can but drown like, him. You can't set him on fire, blow him up. Um... Yeah. He's designed to cause chaos, designed to head to the place with the most people and just create absolute havoc and yeah. steal everyone's left shoe. Yes. I think is I one of the things that, that is programmed into him. How many years did we steal everyone's left shoe yeah. for after that? And and he's so naughty. <laughs> he, I love that alien. Absolutely love that alien character. She, she's wonderful. She's absolutely stunning, isn't she? Um, yeah, it's it's kind of got this sort of Star Wars esque thing to it. Like you go in, you have the council, and it's like all yeah. up the walls and things like that, and all the different alien species they created. In the end, like that was you know, Futurama was created because apparently all animators just want to draw spaceships all day. That's something that's a genuine mm-hmm. thing, apparently, with animators. And so when they do sci-fi films I think people really do pile in and and you've got some amazing character designs out of yeah. Lilo and Stitch very very clever um yeah it was um he, oh. he, he's a he's an alien um so created and then he escapes he's going to be put into um he's basically going to be put into the, kind of the phantom zone yeah. isn't he they kind of kind of get rid of him and he's in this thing in the ceiling isn't he yeah um where like all these lasers are pointing at him and it's all linked to his dna so if yeah. he tries to run they'll just kind of fire at him which again is it's fantastic yeah. sci-fi <laughs> yeah. um, and so he chooses to spit on the floor all the lasers go after it and then he escapes yes steals the best ship <laughs> And crashes on the nearest planet. Yes. Which but, was Earth. But not just any part of Earth, because obviously if he was in a big city, he would be like causing so much havoc, he happens to land in Hawaii. Which is um, <laughs> and on this tiny island that's completely yes. surrounded by water. Yeah. So it's not like he can even get easily to a big city. He's just stuck, isn't he? Yes. Um, so he kind of, he ends up under the wheels of a truck after trying to shoot a frog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this poor little so guy. And when he gets run over by the truck, he makes like a squeaky toy noise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's all kind of caught in the wheels. And they, they assume, don't they, that he's a dog. Yes. And they put him in the pound. And when he's in the pound, that's when you can tell that he's not a typical Disney thing mm. because everything in the all the animals are frightened of him they're all like up in the ceiling aren't they trying yeah. to stay away from him so he's something to be scared of but he's an outcast as is our heroine Lilo. yes because Lilo, Lilo and stitch Lilo is my cat <laughs> Lilo is from this one so Lilo, she struggles to get on with people at school because she's weird she is she's a she, weird she's a nerd she, she's kind of like the best way of putting it she is like a nerd mm-hmm. a complete outcast she doesn't like the norm yep she um she's made she's got these friends hasn't she friends in inverted commas and they all play with their dollies and she goes to try and play and she's made this doll to play with them with and they don't want her around they don't want her to play with them um and she fought with one of the girls she bit her yes. when, when she yeah. made everyone slip over during the hula dance mm-hmm. um she she with this girl and bitter um and you know and she there's this really sweet moment where she looks at this doll she's made and she throws it on the ground like this isn't good enough i couldn't play with them and she goes to walk off 
and then she turns around comes back picks up the doll and gives it a big hug like it was oh god i can't believe i nearly threw this away and then and then kind of like runs off home um and so nani is has been she's late isn't she nani her sister yes um she's late collecting her and and lilu's gone home on her lilo's gone home on her Mm -hmm. own um and she's nailed the door shut Yes. On the same day that Cobra Bubbles, who is <laughs> I the, love Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles is wonderful. Who is the uh, social worker yes. who they send when things go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he comes around to see them and, and Nani's there through the cat flap pulling nails out yeah. and kind of go- going like, I'm going to put you in a stew! It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so a sisterly conversation. Do you know what? That's something that I really love about Lilo and, Lilo and Stitch and that is they nailed a sister relationship yes um if you kind of compare it to the sister relationship of frozen that when they're when the sisters before elsa kind of nearly kills anna they're very it's very cutesy and very sweet and fluffy isn't it Mm -hmm. and then the way that it kind of goes wrong is that anna shuts herself away uh, elsa shuts herself away because she's you potentially could kill uh, uh, could kill Anna because she she's got these powers and so the sister relationship is like kind of Anna wanting to be with Elsa but it's not and and it, there is conflict but it's not like normal yeah it's not like an actual family unit yeah i feel that Lilo and Stick that Lilo and Nani's relationship i can look at it and i can see us yes i sometimes see us in it like when they when they have a fight and things like that and then when they make up and you know and it's and it's just they're fighting out of frustration aren't they because Mm. really lilo feels like an outcast and she feels like no one understands her and so that's why she acts up and and things like that and obviously they've lost their parents and Nani's trying her best to look after her sister. And and we were kind of left to our own devices when we were younger. Mm. Um, so I do see a lot of us in their relationship. Yes. Um, when I kind of watch it, I kind of think that's very similar. I love it when uh, Lilo hides in the dryer and Nani... <laughs> lays the blanket out on the floor yeah. and Leo gets out and then she scoops her up and then, like, walks her through the house and then puts her down and then she goes comes out she goes and licks her arm yeah, and licks, yeah. It's, it's a delightful fight that they have it is it is very sort of sisterly a very kind of you know sister frustration mm. um because like nani just needs her to behave because otherwise she could she's, get taken yeah, away. she's gonna get taken away from the sister yeah and that's and she, that's the thing that lily can't understand because she's so little because she's so young she doesn't understand that she's just thinking i'm playing up because i want attention, I want attention. but like nani's got to try and get it through to her if you don't play up it means that you don't get taken away from me yeah or at least don't play up why this guy's here yeah exactly it's like you know you've just we've got to try and chill out and, and nani's struggling to hold a job um you know because obviously she's got lilo to look after as mm. well um so she's really trying hard to kind of keep everything together and she's got this lad that she who kind of likes her but she kind of doesn't she keeps him at a distance because she's got things going on with her family which again is really it's it's all really sweet yeah and, it's, and it, again it shows that kind of 
an outsider trying to help but not pushing in but yeah. is there for them yeah and understands the situation yeah and again it's that kind of that backup that every so often you need yeah it's it's i think that the whole relationships that this little unit have is is delightful i think it's really really sweet but um so to try because Lilo's so alone nani offers to let her adopt a dog because it's like loyal and friendly and and will help so she sends Lilo in to go and pick a dog and stitch kind of realizes that this is an out because jumba's outside because J- jumba has been sent yep. to go and get stitch because he knows Stitch really well because they kind of they got him out of space jail to go and hunt his experiment and he knew he was going to escape um and so he gets sent there and but he gets sent with his is it i want to call him beakley which i know is the wrong name i think uh, you might be right it might be beakley it's something like beakley is the name mm-hmm. of the friend and, it, and he's doubt because he knows earth he knows earth the mosquito which is very rare apparently is um is it's home to the mosquito which is incredibly rare and it's it's an endangered species um and so that's why he's he's on earth because he's an expert uh in earth things and culture uh, yes it's peakly there we go yeah. i was very close peakly um yeah so peakly's got one eye and is <laughs> oh god <laughs> you cannot do Look, a mosquito has chosen me. (laughs) It's wonderful. So yeah, Peakley's great. And so when Stitch kind of, he he could just escape, but then he'd be on the run from Jumba. And what he basically does is he looks at the other dogs and Stitch has got six arms and antenna and things like that. He looks at the other dogs and has a moment and thinks, and he pulls two of his arms into his body and he pulls his antenna in and he sits like a dog and his little fluffy tail like does a little wag. (laughs) Um, and when Lilo goes in all the other dogs because they're so terrified are hiding so this looks like it's the only dog anyway um, and he goes hi and she, she's like oh, you can talk <laughs> so she brings it out and the woman who runs the, the dog adoption shelter is like oh my god we can't have that one and you kind of try like panics because they don't know what it is they thought it was dead when it came mm. in because uh, it had been run over by a truck um, but they, t- they obviously they end up adopting it because Lilo really likes it. and again him. that moment is so cute because it's just like there's an adoption fee and then Lilo's just like uh, um, Lilo Lilo is just like can I borrow the money because she wants to pay it's just so Nani gives her the money that she's going to fork over and then she pays herself which again is very much a, a kid thing to do yeah, it's a very sort of like you know I, I want to pay yeah you know I want to buy him and you know and then can I borrow yeah <laughs> so yeah it's it's delightful and and so basically stitch is using lilo as a human shield that's how heartless stitch is yeah he's using her as a human shield um and so jumba's shouting because uh, stitch has incredible hearing jumba's basically shouting across he's like how dare you use the little gunshot i will get you and stitch then starts waving his bum around at yeah. him like he does he does like a, ha- a handstand and waves his bum around at jumba um so then it kind of you then get sort of stitch gets taken home by lilo and lilo's like right you've got to learn how to be a good dog and a, a useful member of society um and so this kind of 
he goes around the island, doesn't he, trying to escape, and, and, and Lilo, Lilo looks at him and goes, it's so nice being on an island where there's no big cities. <laughs> and he, like, falls over, like, ah! Um, it, so, we then kind of, at this point where Lilo's trying to, she's trying to teach Stitch how to be a good citizen, because she's like, here is your badness level, and she's mm-hmm. drawn a picture of Stitch, and his badness level is, like, in the red, because he's really destructive and things like that. And so she's like, you know who was a good role model? Elvis. And that's when we kind of, the Elvis yeah. soundtrack starts coming in. Um, and I think that Stitch kind of starts warming, doesn't he, to, to the family? A little bit, because there's a really cute part, because she he tries to take the bed and he's about to rip up the picture of the family mm-hmm. so um lilo explains what family is ohana uh, uh, ohana means family stitch kind of realizes then that he has kind of doesn't have a family that's when we hit the ugly own. duckling yeah analogy. so cute the ugly duckling book comes I'm out last. yeah mm-hmm um, there's also the part where he builds the city and pretends to be Godzilla. Yeah, because he's watched the he's watched the video, hasn't he, of like the the tarantula, black and white film yeah. tarantula taking over the city, and so he builds this little city and and then starts to destroy it. And and Lilo kind of realizes that he's destroying things. He he kind of that's what he wants to do. And she realizes that he wants to leave because mm. she's noticed that he's like constantly trying to find a way to kind of get out. Yeah. Um. So. Cobra Bubbles comes back and Stitch is just a nightmare, isn't he? And I think, from what I remember, the house is up in arms. Like, the house... Is that the point where they start having the fight? Nani goes away because there's a job interview that the fellas found for her. That's the end of the film. That's the end. That's the end of the film. Um, Because Cobra comes back... um, he says make make the dog model society because he goes model citizen <laughs> new job model, model citizen, citizen. <laughs> and the little like eye the little yes. sunglasses bit pops out yeah and that's again the the downward bit of kind of getting uh, getting Stitch into being kind of a yeah. good so kind of Nani's lost her job um, and so she she kind of goes out, they go out surfing don't they yes um uh, with Stitch and when they're out surfing Stitch has kind of become a bit more of the family and they're all on a surfboard but a big wave comes and takes them all out and obviously Stitch will die in water and he drags Lilo, Lilo down with him um, he won't let go of her and so Nani goes down and grabs Lilo and kicks Stitch further down doesn't she mm-hmm. um, when she kind of manages to get her out and then they get Stitch and bring him out and Cobra's witnessed the whole thing. He's he's seen um, them nearly drown, and so he kind of says, he kind of shakes his head and walks away. And and you know at that point that Leo's getting taken away. She's gonna she's gonna be taken away. Um, so that night they have this. Re- it's a really beautiful conversation they have, isn't it? They're kind of sat there. Yeah, and, Nanny and and Lilo are kind of there, and they're talking about how, what it is to be sisters, and, and they sing that really sweet Hawaiian song that they sing that I will not try and do because I, I just won't do justice to it. Um, and Stitch leaves; he goes away. He takes his ugly dumpling book and by, goes. By this point, we also need to say that the the space cops have now been called to mm-hmm. get because obviously he's not doing his job and getting yep. Stitch. So the big bad mm-hmm. kind of comes to then. Captain Gantu. Yes. Captain Gantu's coming. Um, He's now on his way to kind of get Stitch because 
it's not going it's well. not going well no because like they keep doing these reports back don't they yes. and hanging up on them <laughs> hang up. Oh, no, yeah <laughs> the grand it's the grand councilwoman is what yes. she's called on here so yeah she um they can't they're lying to her about the, how the mission's going um and so he then goes out into the forest and he he looks at the ugly ducking book and he's like i'm lost and he's like sat there saying that and so it's kind of a bit sad at that point so then the next morning uh, this is when uh the fella who i forget the name of again why can't i see it we've got nanny stitch and lilo um but for some reason oh is it david i think it is yeah, yeah david david there we go so yeah so david um comes back and he he's like i found you a job and she's like oh really that's great that's amazing and so they go to go and get this job at the shop and like nanny's like this is great i'll come and i'll be here really early to help you set up and stitch has been found by jumba jumba um because he's on his own now and having seen the children he returns to the house yes well they have that really nice yeah does he go back because i think he gives himself up to jumba first because he goes I'm lost, I haven't got a family. And then Jumba has that lovely conversation with him saying you were created, mm-hmm. you don't have a family. Yeah, you, you don't, were made to destroy. Your purpose is this and only this kind of thing. And that's a lovely, again, another lovely yeah. little like conversation of kind of, again, an outcast being told, unfortunately, you are an outcast. And yeah. You, you can't, you kind of can't change. Yeah, you can't change. You can't, you can't become, you can't become normal. Yeah. You're, you're built to be a dick, basically, yeah. is, what, is what Jumba's saying to him. But I think Stitch has changed, so Stitch returns to the house. Is it, is he fighting Jumba? Yeah, it's Jumba that he's fighting because you then get, um, Peakley <laughs> trying to save yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> things in the house. And then Cobra gave the number to Lilo and Lilo and said, if any trouble, you give me a read. She goes, yep. <laughs> and then she really Cobra, Cobra bubbles, aliens are attacking my house. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stitch is causing absolute havoc. The whole house yep. is getting completely trashed. He throws a Volkswagen Beetle at them. <laughs> um, and so, but Cobra turns up, and, and there's this bit where Nani's walking home and she sees her road and she sees a fire engine going up her road. And as she watches it, she says to it, doesn't she, don't turn, turn left. left. Yeah. Because if it turns left, it's her house. And she sees it turns left, turns left, and then obviously the aliens have just gone berserk in the house and it's completely destroyed and cobra's there and he's got lilo and putting her in the back of the car and you're just like oh god and then um but she escapes because child locks apparently aren't a thing nope. in hawaii <laughs> and so she disappears out the back of the house um meanwhile jumba has caught stitch yeah. he's got him in the little handcuffs hasn't he um so yeah so he's caught stitch and so it's like time to take him back to the thing and so then we get the big bad alien turns up because he goes gotcha doesn't he and yeah puts, puts him in the the glass thing yes um but, but he, lilo's with him yes yes because so he gets them both mm-hmm. and says never mind about the child she can come too yeah yeah i brought you a little snack yeah. <laughs> puts it on the back of the plane and stitch squeezes and squ- out to save them stitch squeezes out he squeezes out and then falls off the plane doesn't yeah. he and then that's when Nani hits him with the stick. Yeah. She goes, she kind of stands like, talk, I know you can. And Stitch goes, okay, okay. And she goes, ah! And smacks him again <laughs> with the stick, which is a total rational kind of yeah. way to react when you suddenly see, a, you know, this thing that's been living in your house is actually an alien. And he's like, where's, Li-? she's like, where's Lilo? And he's like, you know, she's up there. And then, you know, he's, he, he kind of, he's still there. And then Jumba puts him back in the cuffs, doesn't yeah. he? And things like, 
Um, and so in the end, he's like, I want to... He basically says, I want to save Lilo. And it's yeah. like Ohana. And and so they, they kind of say, you know, what's your plan? And he's like... He says stuff yeah. in, in his alien language to Jumba. And Jumba's like, what? <laughs> I want to do what now? And so Jumba in the end comes round and decides to help. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he's got... He's like, what? Do you think we walked here? <laughs> bleep, bleep. And he kind of, yeah. they got a spaceship out in the woods. And then... So yeah, they kind of... They fly up to the spaceship (laughs) and Stitch tries to get over but he ends up falling back to earth steals a like a petrol truck drives it into a volcano and then presses the like pierces the side of the truck and goes flying up to the the strip and he can hear what's being said on the ship can't he and when he manages to squeeze into the ship he goes aloha (laughs) (laughs) the ship and his fight is absolutely great because he's like you're tiny you're annoying and he goes I'm so cute I'm fluffy (laughs) and he just causes again absolute havoc Um, but he rescues everyone and saves the day and he ends up living with them and so you just jumbo yeah. well um it, it, that's a wonderful part of the end because obviously the councilwoman comes down mm-hmm. and basically he explains like ohana and stuff like that to her and then bubbles is there and you find out that there's already contact yeah and that's where bubbles turns around and says bubbles is basically a man in black yeah, yeah they were gonna like destroy the earth but we turned around to him and said the mosquito is an yeah. endangered like and species lilo gets to keep stitch because she brought him yeah and, and aliens love rules yes and so they can't break the rules and she's like okay you can stay here on earth and you can stay together and it's just like oh so heartwarming so yeah the film overall it's just it's got some lovely messages in it and yep. it's got some really and we've got to mention the animation style of it because it's so round and sort of yeah like, people have curves people loads of people have curves i love the fact that lilu both of them and nanny never wear the same clothes no they don't they don't have like a uniform do they Lil, um, Lilo has like a, a, a white same dress red. yeah but the colours always change mm. so it's like they actually physically change yeah, their clothes yeah time passes yeah time passes and they actually wear different things yeah. and, and things like that that's something that like now you've pointed it out it's a lovely sort of touch and things like that I'm, I always am quite drawn to their thighs they've got yes. very they've got big legs and that but the proportions are really nice mm. and you can tell that you can tell they're Hawaiian. Yes. Because it's not all white people. It's kind of, you've got a mixture of all different people and all different races, haven't you? Kind of, because that's what, that's who lives in Hawaii. But Lilo and Nani and David are all very Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're very, you can tell they're very into the life. And it's it's lovely. It's a really nice thing to see. Um, so, yeah. So, let's go through some facts about Lilo and Stitch. Um, so yeah, 2002, 42nd animated feature. Now, we're in a weird time with Disney, really, because we've, we're off the back of things like Aladdin and Pocahontas and Mulan, where we had big voice casts where there were so many well-known people like Hercules and things like that. You know, you had people like Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. um, Robin Williams, you know, you had big, big names in these films. And... And some of the Disney films, they weren't necessarily sold on the back of their talent, but the talent was there. Yes. Um, and so when when we get to Lilo and Stitch, there's a lot of weird stuff about it. Firstly, no soundtrack. It is like a jukebox. It's like an Elvis jukebox musical. Um, and if you if you're going to do an Elvis musical jukebox, do it like this. This is oh, how, yeah. This is how you want to see it. So well. 
um, there's no sort of what I'd say original songs there is at the beginning there's like Hawaiian traditional song at the beginning but other than that the rest of the soundtrack it is it is all um, it's all Elvis so the the voice cast so Chris Sanders is the voice of Stitch um, he co-wrote and directed the film and created Stitch as a children's book, char- book character which was repeatedly rejected and i think it was one of those cases where he kind of was like this is what i want the character to sound like and they were like then you do it (laughs) yeah because it was just like oh yeah okay i get your point and stitch has a language and i don't know it could it's probably just him sat there and making noises but there is a language that stitch speaks because at the start of the film when the councilwoman looks at him and says do you have anything to say to try and redeem yourself and he goes me too nine krista and whatever he says people you can see people around the top they're throwing up and there's like a robot i think that throws up like bolts Um, and she's like oh so naughty and so whatever he says it was really really bad but we obviously never know what it is and he talks to jumba in the alien language as well um so there is the the film has its own language and i can't think of many disney films that you can say that about Mm. um so let's have another one um dave lee chase um ironically she also ah yes so dave lee chase who is lilo you won't recognize her um but she did this and spirited away in the same year oh wow Um, okay she was in donnie darko and the american version of the ring oh okay so yeah she's like it kind of in 2001 she did um spirited away and then 2002 she did this uh, so yeah she's not what I call like mega famous but no. she has many things and she's still voiced Lilo in the TV show as well if you go back uh, we've got then um, the woman who plays Nanny who is uh, Tia Kri- Curry you'll like her she is from Wayne's World she is yes um, yeah. she's like she's the chick that yeah, Wayne falls in love, love with. with. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, so I know you'll like that because you're a massive Wayne's World I fan. I am a massive Wayne's World um, fan. Still my favourite thing we did in Chicago. So Jumba is David Ogden Steers, and he uh, does he's, he does the voice of Jumba in Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah. He's also in Spirited Away. Um, he's also in Hunchback of Notre Dame, Pocahontas, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, he was Cogsworth. Yeah. And he's in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. So he also missed that's brownie points from me. <laughs> um, and then Ving Rames, who's Cobra Buffles. He's from Mission Impossible, Con Air, Pulp Fiction. Yes, he um, is. So, yeah, he's obviously... He's wonderful. He's, I think he's the like the biggest like he's he's, he's and one of so the biggest when you actors. kind of look at the names of the people that you've got in here you haven't got anyone massive no. i mean jason scott lee is david um i'm trying to if we just click on david scott lee who is david up one jason scott lee sorry i don't know if i'm saying oh I, I know him yeah. yeah i'm thinking yes i yes, do you know, know him yeah, yeah. um yeah, he's like in dragon and things like that mm-hmm. so yeah he's but again it's like it's a very hawaiian cast and so this film wasn't really whitewashed which was still kind of in at this time um you still kind of had that where you'd have like people play 
you know, other, you'd have like people of the wrong ethnicities play these characters and that. They actually cast it ethnically correct, which is is really nice to see. It's two thousand and two, and we're still at the point where you know, um, I, I have a feeling that it wasn't too long around. It was around this time that Emma Stone was cast as a Hawaiian woman, and it's like she ain't, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it, you just kind of like you hear. Um, it was hugely successful. It got three spin-off films. Yes, it and did. And a cartoon. You got a girlfriend. Stitch got a girlfriend. She's so cute as well. Uh, it did £35 million its opening weekend. It did £273.1 million internationally over in its run. It was a smash. It cost £80 million to make. So wow. it made more than... It made like nearly three times its budget back. Um, it took... Um, it took a let's make a cheap film approach um it used licensed music rather than using it was it was a cheap film it was you know completely um live action remake october 2018 the hollywood reporter announced it so there's potentially a live action remake coming um elvis soundtrack um, i've written that down i don't know why i've written that again um i want to talk about the ad campaign in kind of preparation yes. for doing this one we did sit and we quickly watched the adverts and basically ad, ad, ad campaign is um stitches inserted into a renaissance era disney films and kind of causes a bit of havoc um okay let's talk about the quickly about the trailers because they are sort of 60 second gems um and they are when stitch is still a bit of a bad boy yes. <laughs> so in um the aladdin one um, you've got Jasmine and Aladdin on the magic carpet and they're kind of a whole new worlding and he pulls up in his car and goes hur, hur, and he, whatever he says to Jasmine she oh, found you hear it, it smooth he, he goes hur, hur, hur. he actually <laughs> says that he actually turns around and says that and she's just like yeah I'm in yeah. and do you know why? because Stitch is real <laughs> she already knew at that point that Aladdin was fake so she was like yep Prince Ali fuck you and your magic carpet I'm getting in with this guy and so she just abandoned poor Aladdin um, Beauty and the Beast he's causing havoc on the ceiling and he makes the Chandelier, that beautiful chandelier for um, which like Belle isn't too impressed with she's like I'll be in my room <laughs> yep. um, so she leaves and then you've got Little Mermaid when um, a big wave comes in which to be fair isn't really Stitch's fault no <laughs> she he is surfing on the top of it though, he is so. surfing on the top of it but you know Ariel can't get pissed because really that was her dad yeah. <laughs> her dad knew what she was up to it was just like <laughs> and then we have the Lion King which is really cute he basically re- replaces Simba at the, uh, at the start of life yeah. start so yes um, I love the little Rory tries to do as well <laughs> <laughs> it's this, the ad campaign was really really good really tongue in cheek uses Back in Black by ACDC which like you said they decided they probably were like yeah we'll keep that for later um, so yeah uh, I have written on here this this is the bit of the film that I really really like Nani punches the floor when she and Lilo are fighting. And and Lilo screams into a pillow. They, they both, both scream into the they pillow. They both scream into a pillow. Um, you know, all the frustration she feels, she wants to punch Lilo. Knock sense into her, but doesn't because that's a line she doesn't cross. It's that point where she punches the floor. I'm like, oh my God. If this was an actress, I would be like, that is that is bang on and it is it it's a point you kind of you can just hear it all in the voices and and you can see it in the animation just like that fight the frustration she's feeling and everything 
because it's when Cobra leaves, isn't it? Yeah. And then she looks at Lilo, and Lilo goes, ah! and runs. <laughs> Wonderful. So yeah, that's it. That's, but it is. It's it's a brilliant portrayal of a family unit mm-hmm. in distress. Yeah. Um. The outcome is obviously so ludicrous, aliens <laughs> and everything. But it's that whole. It's the dynamics of it, and everything yeah. is just on point. I don't think we got anywhere near to this kind of level of showing a true family on screen again until we get to Inside Out. See, I'm I'm really odd. I'm not when when we do it. If we do do it, I'm not a fan of Inside Out. I I, ha- I have many issues with Inside Out. The thing that I really like about Inside Out is the way that the family unit works. Again, you know, they're moving house and the daughter becomes an outcast and and she's not comfortable, which is obviously what sets off everything that's going on in her brain with her emotions and things like that. And uh, I think that if you look at, uh, in my opinion, the portrayal of the family unit in Inside Out, even if you don't necessarily like the film too much, it's it's a very realistic way. It's like, parents struggling to you know struggling with a teenager who's getting older and and the mum and dad like that she's trying to communicate with the dad isn't she like telepathically and it's just going hideously wrong because he's not a mind reader again my my main issue is when you look at it it's just like as a child joy is your main focus you get a little bit of sadness the mother, the main yeah, her, one is yeah. sadness now, mm-hmm. and the father is, is rage. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like because they have their country, they have their one that leaves. the The point of Inside Out is that the little girl's emotions all find a way to balance and have harmony. But like you said, when you go into the mum's mind, her mind is run by sadness, and the dad's mind is run by rage. And and it's an odd way to have kind of done it that how you yeah. have these leaders who. Are the more negative emotions it's like why is she, the mum why so is the sad? man so so sad why is he so angry i'm really worried about this family unit now <laughs> that's my problem with it i'm just like oh this is all gonna go hideously wrong when this film ends <laughs> yeah, it, it is it is a, it is a shame that that's kind of the way that and that's it, my they did that's yeah. that's the thing like the her point is that everyone learns to live in harmony and, and she's buried sadness for so long and sadness gets to come and find a place in her heart because you know you can't go through life without sadness and and that's and that's a really hard lesson to learn when when you're young mm. but the fact is that the mum stayed there yeah mum stayed stayed sad mm-hmm. dad stayed angry you know you can tell by, by the daydreams that mum has can't you that she's constantly dreaming about being on hawaiian island <laughs> yeah um we're probably with David, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But I, I do feel that this is a, this is one of my favourite sort of portrayals of family life. I think it is. It's knocking that kind of. For so many years, you had you're going to get your man, you're going to live happily ever after. This is actually this could end terribly. Yeah, little girl could be taken away from her family, and it all just go completely to pot. Mm-hmm this is life yeah this is the big stick to hit you in the face and go in reality, life will like, in reality if Stitch hadn't come along Lilo would probably have been in taken care. away she would have been in care um you know because it wasn't and the thing is it's not Nani's fault because she tried her best mm. um it's, it's and that's that's hard that's hard to kind of go 
I tried my best and it still wasn't good enough. I still lost my sister. And that is, that's a difficult lesson to kind of learn and impart on people, um, especially young people in, in like a, a cute, fluffy Disney film, really. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty heavy when you kind of look at that side of it. But I like it. I like that it's grounded and it, it's quite, mm. you know, apart from the aliens and the space battles, <laughs> it's, it's quite grounded. And I think it's a really clever way of doing things like that. Um, so yeah, Lilo and Stitch is definitely one of the one of the hits for me. I don't know. I don't know if I had a list in uh, kind of where everything sits. I don't know where it would sit. Like it would definitely be in the top half mm. um, of, of my kind of of my Disney films. I think um, it, it's it's a good one. I really mm. do, I do love it. So yeah, anything else on Lilo and Stitch? No, no. Okay, so we'll take a moment. You, you can take a moment. You can <laughs> go get a brew. Um, and then we'll be back with Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. I love Treasure Planet. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I love Treasure Planet. Thank you for tuning in to the Oblong Babysitter.